Hello and welcome to An Idol Call Food. I'm your host, Jake T. Tapius, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that sounds quite gimmicky, and yet I believe it holds the keys to unlocking sustainable weight loss, sustainable nutrition in your life. Story Hack Your Way to Weight Loss is one of those things that you often hear and you say, really? What does this guy have to say? So first and foremost, I want to say that uh, before I get started here, today I want to have a very real conversation with you because I believe that a lot of what we see out there in social media is very, very gimmicky. We see a lot of people with these big, big, big claims, and yet we don't see the testimonies very often. Today, I want to talk to you about a couple of different situations that have happened in the last 23 years that allow me, in, in quote unquote, to be an authority. And I say quote unquote because I, you know I don't want to pat myself on the shoulder, but we've been doing this transformation thing for 23 years, and we've been doing it well. And a lot of the things that we talk about have to do with the stories you tell yourself. And that's what we're here to speak about today. Before going on, I want to say that this podcast episode is sponsored by EYB Nutrition Plan. EYB Nutrition Plan, sustainable life transformations that allow you to show up as the best version of yourself by fully being nourished, not being hungry, not counting macros or calories or points, and still being able to get to your ideal weight. Go to emptyyourbucketplan.com and start your progress today. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. And I want to talk to you about story hack your way to weight loss. What do I mean by that? So before I get started, I, I want to make a case and I want to put a kind of a frame around what I'm about to say. I'm here to say that every single behavior that we take part in on a daily basis has more to do with the stories that we're telling ourselves than anything else. Let me explain. When you decide that you're going to get in your car and go grab some ice cream, there's a story that happens consciously or subconsciously in your brain before you actually get into the car. The interesting thing is that most of us aren't aware of these stories we tell ourselves. I constantly ask people, tell me what is the most negative story that you tell yourself? And you automatically see people look up to the left, like asking their left brain, right? Their rational brain, like, where do I get this answer from? Because they've never asked themselves that question before. And I'm speaking to people in their 50s and 60s. In other words, they've gone an entire life telling themselves specific stories, which are actually leading their actions, and they don't even know it. How interesting <laughs> and how scary is that? And here's why. If there is a negative pattern in your life, if there is a negative habit that you know is there and it just continues to appear over and over and over and over again, you may say to yourself, well, this is just who I am. I'm never going to change. And it's just, it is what it is, right? I'm going to have to deal with it. I've always been a yo-yo dieter and I always will be, or I have a sweet tooth and that's how it's always been. And that's how it's always going to be. Or you may say, I just, I'm big boned, right? Which is the big, <laughs> the big thing out there. I'm, a, I'm just a big boned person. And you may be telling yourself these stories and based on those stories, you move forward with your actions. The reason I believe this is important is because number one, we need to take inventory of our current questions. 
the cluster of questions that we ask ourselves, especially specific to the things that we most are challenged with, right? The most challenging things in our life, we need to ask ourselves the question, what is it that I'm asking myself that's leading me to act in a certain way? And can I just say that this is deep work, right? And the minute people hear this, they, they don't want to, they, they want nothing to do with it because most people want the shortcut, the hack. What do I take? Can I take a pill? What if I go running every day? What if, what if I just do, you know, keto, Atkins, South Beach, macro counting, any of these things, is this going to be my solution? And the interesting thing is that many of you have gone on these programs and yet, you know, it's not the solution because you lose 15, 20 pounds. And then as soon as you go back to those stories, you tell yourself, you end up right where you were before, or even worse, you gain weight with a vengeance. So I'm here to say that we can break through those patterns, but in order to break through those patterns, we have to change the story. And before we change the story, we need to know what the current story is, which once again, requires work, requires diligence, requires introspection, requires us to be sick and tired of being sick and tired so that we can actually move forward and do something about it. So what I want to do in this very short podcast here is simply give you some tools that can allow you to start seeing, understanding what the narrative in your brain is. And so we're going to suppose here that the challenge is called overeating or emotional eating or binge eating, or you're addicted to food, or you have consistently gone on diets every January as a new year's resolution. And this has never happened for you, right? Where it happens for you. And then sadly enough, you gain the way back. So I want you, I want you to ask yourself, number one, what environment did I grow up in? If you grew up in a home where everyone was a foodie, there are a lot of emotions connected around the idea of food, then these are deep emotional anchors that are basically providing a story that every single time you feel friction, adversity, tension in your life, things aren't going your way, you get sad, bored, happy, any emotional situation in your life, immediately the first thing you're doing is grabbing food. The reason you're doing that is because you have anchored into your system that any single at any time that you don't feel well, you're gonna go alleviate that particular situation by grabbing some food, feeling 10, 20, or 30 seconds of certainty, because that's what food does for the first 30 seconds. And then once again, you feel emptier than you were before you actually took that bite. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So if your family always connected, call it Christmas, Thanksgiving, family gatherings, birthdays, and food was a big, big, big thing. Like Let's face it, like it is for most of us, but for your family, it was something very, very special, something that everyone looked forward to. And you guys would just get around the table and do these humongous banquets. And today as an adult, you're still struggling with emotional eating, meaning anytime your emotions are high or low, then we understand where that narrative was created. And so now we have to go back, right? And we have to, we have to basically break up that that, that, that story and re-engineer that story. And those emotional anchors are very tough to break, but the fastest way to break it is not to simply say, I'm not going to do that anymore now that I understand that I'm an emotional eater because that won't work. What we actually need to do is we need to channel those emotions very differently. And in order to do that, you have to jolt your system. 
And what I mean by that is this. The one thing that is required to break any kind of dependency is abstinence. And it's one of the hardest things and one of the most painful words you'll ever hear because when you are dependent on something, especially food, it's like being dependent on oxygen, especially when your emotions are connected to it. But I'm here to tell you that if we could basically move away from that particular idea, right, and change the narrative and simply change the narrative, and this is a very short time we have together here. And so I'm just going to give you some ideas and things that I talk to my members about inside of our empty your bucket nutrition plan. And the things that I say to them is this, we need to start number one, creating expectation towards the future. That expectation can be, I need to lose X amount of weight. I want to look a certain way. I want to feel a certain way. I want to, I want to, I want to be an example to my family members. And we connect that to an event. Maybe it's a 5K to start off. You don't have to run it. You walk it. And you start connecting this thing that you're doing on a daily basis, preparing for that particular you know, 5K by going out and walking every day. By not even, I'm not even going to talk to you about mechanics of nutrition, eat this, don't eat that. I'm just simply going to say cut your meals in half. If overeating is an issue for you, all you have to start with is simply saying, here's the plate that I usually have. I'm going to cut that plate in half or I'm going to go to a restaurant and before I even start eating, I'm going to ask for a box, right? And you start creating different stories. I'm the type of person that when I go to a restaurant, I only eat half of what I'm served. I'm the type of person that every time I'm in the face of temptation, I make better choices. I am the type of person that goes no more than two days without sweating. These are all empowering stories that can start to really transform the way we think about food and movement. What I'm saying here is that instead of simply saying, I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to tell myself a story anymore. What we actually need to do is we actually need to get new stories. We need to create new stories, empowering stories, and let those cluster of stories accumulate because the more positive narratives that are going on in your mind, the easier it is for you to start making progress. And when we start making progress, something very important happens. It is contagious. We have enthusiasm. We have motivation. And we just continue to do more of that thing because we are creatures of movement. Stagnation, when people get stagnated, they get, the, they get depressed. Not progressing in life. It's one of the most depressing things that could ever happen to a human being. But when we're progressing, this is forced to be reckoned with. And so we get excited. The scale starts to look the way we want it to look. Our clothes start to fit the way we want them to fit. We start to breathe better. We start to sleep better. We have better thoughts. People start to compliment us. And, it, and it's all based around the stories, the cluster of stories that you're telling yourself. And so I hope that this gets your wheels turning. I'm not saying that this short podcast here is the end all do all. But I really, really hope that it's planted a seed in you that allows you to understand that if you change your stories, if you change those narratives, that has the potential to change your behavior and overall the outcomes that you're looking for. And so I hope you put this to action. If we have spent 12 minutes here and it goes in one ear and out the other, then we've wasted our time. But if you start to be introspective, you start to challenge those stories, and you start to create different narratives, a cluster of narratives that are actually helping you move forward, 
you're going to see your behavior change very quickly. My name is JT Tapis with Idle Call Food. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Talk to you guys soon. Ciao, ciao.